Stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, visit www.3cr.org.au. Because we got the alternative energy for the nuclear free autonomy. And welcome to the Radioactive Show, produced at the studios of 3CR Melbourne and heard nationally on the Community Radio Network. Hello and welcome to the Radioactive Show. I'm Michaela and on today's program we're bringing you powerful speeches from the Walk the Bridge, Dump the Dump Rally and March in Port Augusta on Sunday 19th of August. The event was organised by the Bangla and Anyamatna traditional owners against proposed nuclear waste dump sites near Kimba on the Eyre Peninsula and at Bandiuda in the Flinders Ranges. It was to be the last day before the federal government's community ballot was to start. In June, Matt Canavan had announced that there would be a decision on the dump before the end of the year. In July, federal government had announced that they would put $31 million towards the community that votes for the dump. Mid-August, the South Australia Senate inquiry into the process had just released weak recommendations that didn't adequately address the community concerns. So things were looking grim, but on Friday 17th of August, Bangala traditional owners of much of the Eyre Peninsula won a court injunction in South Australia's Supreme Court to halt the vote, arguing that it contravened the Racial Discrimination Act. So the rally and march came hot on the heels of this fantastic news. And let's go now to hear the voices of those directly impacted We'll open with Harry Dare, Bangla traditional owner, speaking at the start of the rally. Depending on Bangla country, tomorrow we may be protesting in your country, your country, your country. <laughs> you know, so we're making a stand today, which is very important to all of us as Australian people. Um, I'd like to also pay my respect to these two ladies here who are standing here. Uh, this, of course, is one of the... Uh, one of the uh, great things that uh, the Irritawanti people uh, have done and uh, hopefully we can continue on in their veins. Um, I'd like to say welcome to this country. It's a beautiful country. We don't want it wrecked by nuclear waste in our country, same as the Adnamata people. We put an injunction in last Thursday. We're hoping that it stays there. Let's walk this bridge, let's make our noise, let's let the government and the rest of Australia know that we are serious when we say no, no to nuclear waste in our country, in no, all of Australia. No, 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 no. Now Linda, Linda is a uh, Bangla too, or Bangla, um, she's going to say a few words. Once we cross the bridge, we're going to have um, main speeches down the front beach. Um, we're also going to have barbecue. Um, so everyone can sit down and talk about things and put their point of view across. Um, and there's going to be an open mic so anyone could talk. Thank you. Now in a minute we're going to get um, 
uh, Denise to do a, um, she's going to say a prayer because that's what we want, but she's going to say it in the, um, in the Adjumatna language, in other words, in the Adjumatna Yurangorla. And uh, I want to thank everybody today because we, today we all stand here as one, okay? We're different people, we're different colours, but we're one people. And we're all the, uh, mankind. And we stand here today in unity to say no to a waste dump in our, in our countries. Yeah. And this, our livelihoods, the farmers from, from Kimbo who are standing here today, my heart is with you because you are the food barn of the state. And the Flinders Range is, is the icon of the, of the tourism in, in South Australia. So today we all say no to the filthy waste dump in our country. Creator, you made this ancient land and you gave it uh, to the people of this land. Uh, you, when you made it, you made it good. It was a good land. And you gave our people uh, to watch over this land. And so we ask that you in your divine nature, most high God, help us to fight for uh, our land. So what we're going to do, you just heard all of that, um, and I was just talking to the police, we're going to gather just in this, just be careful because there's, we're going to just go behind the cars, you just make that, um, just in just in this part of the car park, um, the police will then, the lights will flick on orange, we'll get that really big banner, there is a big banner there with that, that will lead the walk across the bridge, and it's not a power walk. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get this message across. This thing has the uh, this um, waste up has the potential to um, um, disrupt our lives. We're going to cause the disruption. The, the we need to do that. We need to send a message. People driving around, driving past, think that it is okay. It is not okay if this turns out to be the wasteland. We have beautiful country. You're living on, for the ones that are um, um, up at Kimber, just like Harry said, we're on Bungala country. You are on Bungala country. But you have, have your families, you have your own traditions as you have grown up. We have a right to, to have our voices heard, same like us within our own Ajumatna country. But this is a time where we, this is not about, this is about all of us. It's going to affect all of us. So we will stand united. We just heard Linda Dare, Bangala, Denise Champion, Adnumatna Uniting Church Minister, Harry Dare, Bangala and MC Vivian McKenzie, Adnumatna, speaking at the start of the march. You're listening to the Radioactive Show, broadcast nationally thanks to the Community Radio Network. Let's go to more sounds of the march crossing the bridge and more powerful speeches on the other side. Okay. Now what we can understand everybody in that 
This is not new to us. This has been going on for the last 20 to 25 years. What the government is trying to do to people, especially Aboriginal people, and now the farmers of Kimber also. You know, if they had brains, they'd be so dangerous, it's not funny. Because, you know, anyone with common sense trying to put a waste dump either in a food hut or in an icon of tourism. That's how this government of today is. And I say it today to the people, and I'm speaking freely as myself, Vivian McKenzie. Those who support a waste dump, I don't know what's the matter with you. Because it does not bring anything in for anyone. It's, there's no money in it. There's no employment in it. There's nothing. It's a waste. Common sense will tell you, why should you put hospital waste out in the never-never, as they call it? South Australia's not a waste state. We're the beautiful state of South Australia. Now, what the people of Port Augusta, we all know this golf here, that when it floods up in the Flinders Ranges, every now and then we'll see this water here brown. And brown to me is flood water. And that's what will happen if there's a flood in the Hookner Creek, which, which has happened, and the government's seen it, and they're still saying, oh, it won't affect us. Well, who better to know the land than the Aboriginal people themselves? And the farmers, the farmers know it. They've worked the land, they've toiled the land. And, you know, we feed the people from overseas. We sent food out to the people from overseas. Are we going to send contaminated food to people? No. no. So let's say no to the waste dump. No. Now, I want to introduce my two sisters, Regina and Heather. Um, they've been, uh, they were working out on the, uh, out at Hookner with the storylines. And they worked with Grant Chapman and Phil Speckman. They were working with the, with the state government, with Heritage, doing the storylines. And the storylines is, is registered. It's authentic. It's been tabled in the state parliament of South Australia. And we've got the federal government coming along and saying, it won't affect you. Well, it will. It's like taking a page out of our book. That is our belief. That's our story. That's our life. So I want to introduce Heather and then Regina. But see, I've got this jacket on too. And we got flogged yesterday, but we've got the power to win, people! I would like to thank you for coming today. And um, what Vivian said about Hookner Creek, when she goes, she goes when there's a big rain. And that floods down into Lake Torrance, takes huge trees with it. And then when it overflows, when all the creeks come down in the Flinders Ranges, that's the other ones, they come down back into Yorkies Crossing, which is a couple of k's up the gulf here, and it floods down into this gulf. Now, if, it, if that uranium you know, nuclear waste comes down into the gulf, it's going to kill the fisheries. It'll kill Wyala Port, Berry Port, Lincoln, Wallaroo, you name it, it'll do the rest and probably go up into Adelaide as well, Kangaroo Island. And once again, I'd like to say, dump the dump. We don't want it in our country. First of all, I'd like to acknowledge the Bungalow people and thank them for letting us be on, on their land. 
and um, to speak it at this, um, this rally. But the thing is, is that what I want to say is that radioactive waste poisoning doesn't discriminate. Whether we're black or white, we've got all our issues what we say, why we don't want it. But you know what, as, human, as a human nation and people, we say no. The thing is, is that um, when you look at our, our beautiful region, when what has the federal government done for our region rather than starve us? They starved South Australia for so long, now that all they're doing is offering us a waste dump. And $31 million? They put, they put more money in overseas than they do into our regions. Now, um, you've got Mr. Ramsey, who sits up there. A lot of people might think he's a great person, but what has he done for our region other than bring a waste dump here? You know, he's affecting the very people that he says. He talks about being a champion. He's not a champion for us because all he is doing is giving us a waste dump. And he's trying to poison the people. Now you take um, Wallabdina, it's a great, we, every year we've got, our cattle actually get top um, things at the, at the markets. And then you've got Kimber, our food bowl. Now South Australia's got the best policies about green food. So why are they trying to, um, why are they trying to trash, trash us? I want to keep South Australia as a festival state, not the nuclear waste state. No. Thank you, Thank you Regina. Now, I'm looking for Mr. Harold Dare. Harry. Yeah. It's a great privilege for me to see all of you people here. Uh, we're standing here for one reason, and that's about the nuclear waste dump that they intend to have here in Kimber and over in the Adamant country. You know, we need to say no. We need to say no loudly, strongly, and forever and ever until this is determined in our court cases, whatever, in our, in our courts. That's okay. I mean, we know that we are going to win this fight, yes. you know, because we are a determined people, you and I, and our future generations of our, our young people are going to one day stand up here where we are now, where you guys are now, and say, I was there that day, and I felt so proud that my people, all of us, said no to nuclear waste in Australia. We just heard Vivian, Heather and Regina McKenzie, Adnimatna traditional owners from the Flinders Ranges, followed by Harry Dare Bangla from the Air Peninsula. This is the radioactive show broadcast across the country on the Community Radio Network. Next up, Harry will introduce more speakers from the community campaigns at both sites. Dr. Susie Anson from the Thank you to everybody for coming to show that a lot of people don't want nuclear waste in the Flinders Ranges or at Kimber. This is not the right place for any nuclear waste facility. I've lived in Hawker for 25 years because I feel at home in this place and with these people. The Flinders Ranges is a unique place. The rugged ranges are the repository of some of the oldest fossils in the world and likely the oldest signs of human life in Australia. The ages of the earth, the ages of life on earth and a continuous human presence over tens of thousands of years can still be felt and found here. This is a relatively untouched, not yet fully explored area, rich in archaeology and paleontology. 
we can't risk disturbing this country. That is why it's not the right place for a nuclear waste facility. The majority of people in Hawker don't want this facility. Carefully crafted selective arguments from the government are not going to convince many of us to accept this dump. As more questions are asked, more evidence of misinformation from the department is uncovered about landholder compensation, about the risk of accidents and about possible jobs at the facility. The supposed benefits of hosting the dump, if realised, will equal just 1% of the jobs in tourism and just 2% of one year of tourism income for the Flinders Ranges and Outback. A tiny, a tiny drop in tourism numbers will wipe out any possible economic benefits. The continued use of nuclear medicine doesn't depend on the establishment of a nuclear waste facility. The United States and the England don't make their own medical isotopes. Closing the gap for Indigenous disadvantage is failing. There is evidence about a connection to country being the one largely unrecognised aspect that if addressed makes a difference to health and to lives. Go governments need to recognise and respect connection to country if they're serious about closing the gap. Everyone, including the government and ANSTO, agree the Flinders Ranges is not suitable for long-term disposal of intermediate level waste, but that's where it will be stored until another site is proposed, accepted and built. It won't happen in our lifetime. No government can effectively legislate for the future. Safeguards and legislation put in place today will be brushed aside when it's convenient for future governments. We don't want intermediate level waste in our area for two or three or four generations. We, don't, we want a future based on tourism and farming. We don't want a reputation as a nuclear waste town. We need to show that Hawker and Kimber are important too and that we want to preserve the geological and cultural integrity and the pristine beauty of the Flinders Ranges. The Flinders Ranges and Kimber are no place for a nuclear waste facility. Thank you, Dr. Turgeon. And who should, who, who should know better than a doctor about the, um, what's happening? Now, I'd like to call on um, Tom Harris from Kimber. Come on, Tom, really get into it, mate. Well, thanks very much um, once again to the uh, Bangala people for um, having this show today. Um, I think it's great that there's a wide consensus of people here today and I'm sure that uh, we all are all standing as one to fight this united fight because, you know, at Kimber we've, um, we've been in it about three and a half years now just with this um, turmoil and uh, turmoil it is, we have people in our town saying, oh the town's not divided, it's not divided, but I don't know what school they went to because if you look up the dictionary, any two people that have different points of view, it is called a divide. So. Once again, our town, um, I've lived there all my life. I've um, had a grandfather that uh, cleared the land with the axe. So I'm pretty, um, you know, I'm pretty happy to um, push this fight because I just see what it's done to our community. We had a very vibrant community at Kimber and we all got on so well. And now we haven't been to local hotels. We haven't been to different shops because they frown you, some of them have banned people going into their shops even, that happened 12, 18 months ago one business told people he didn't want to see them in the shop again, this is what this sort of stuff does to communities and it breaks people down 
you know, we've fought the fight and we will continue to fight with the help of all, hopefully we get the majority of people. It's just starting to get out there now. We had a field day which I was unable to attend and we had a site down there at Cleve for three days and I'm led to believe that the people that were there um, really did open some people's eyes on the Air Peninsula and that's what we need statewide and federally because I don't want to see what's happening to my family getting blamed more to other families. And people can say, oh, it's only in your mind if you want to have, you know, problems with health and whatever. But as has been said previous, it's not in your mind. It's in your body that you have a feeling for the country. And we keep getting told we've got to produce more green grain for, you know, we've got to produce this and we've got to feed the world. Well, how are we going to feed the world when there's no guarantees from a government no guarantees whatsoever that our prices for grain won't be affected. We all know that we're living in tight times at the moment and things are tough. Because they can't guarantee it, the government, the thing that'll happen, the overseas markets, if something happens there, at the moment they're keeping their mouth shut. But what they'll say, if it goes ahead, is, oh, we didn't know there was going to be intermediate level weight. Oh, you didn't tell us this. And then our prices will be wiped away and then people are going to start to starve more. So, you know, this is why it's so important that we all do keep fighting the fight. And I know it's hard on the young people in our community, it's hard on the people in Hawker. We've just been travelling for a couple of months, we've been lucky to do that. And we've talked to tour operators, we've talked to people in other areas. And they cannot believe that there's people in our communities that want such a thing because as has been stated, tourism will fall. People won't go there. We spoke to a fellow in Charleville who does tag-along tours out to Tipperborough, right around Birdsville, in Aminka. And he said, what is wrong with the people? He said, if you have a dump in your area, he said, that's just going to kill it. And I can understand the Flinders people. Why would it even be thought about? Well, it got thought about because of one very silly, in my opinion, politician. Yeah, yeah. We all know who he is, and he's coming up for re-election, or he thinks he might be coming up for re-election in March. Well, I tell you what, don't be surprised if he pulls the pin and goes and lives in his flash house in Adelaide, because he has done untold damage to this seed of grey, and it's all on his head. So, just remember, who started all this? We didn't ask for it. As a Kimber community, we did not ask for it. But when you've got some mates that uh, have been in high places and think they're above everyone else, this is what you get. So, look, all I can say is to the people of Kimber and the people of Hawker and Quorn and that, keep your heads up, keep fighting the fight. There's some stuff going on now that may certainly throw spanners in the works. So hopefully that'll eventuate and we'll just keep getting the voice out there and we'll keep this um, place out of South Australia. Thanks very much. Thank you, Tom. And I, and I want to thank the uh, Bangalore people for allowing us to come here today to speak because we as the Adjumatna people, we've got the problem in the Flinders Ranges as well. Everyone from Kimber and those who have travelled from Adelaide, everyone that's travelled afar, thank you for coming here. And especially too today, I want to thank the kids. The kids yeah. today. To see, the, to see the kids from Kimber and to see the kids from the Flinders Ranges and from Port Augusta here coming together 
as kids. Kids know, kids look at each other, they see no difference. And they, they can see what we're doing, and I know that it's going to be in their heads for generations to come, that they're going to, like Ari said, they're going to tell their children and their grandchildren that we stood on the beach of Port Augusta, and our parents, grandfathers, mothers and fathers stood to say no to a waste dump in Kimber and in the Flinders Ranges. We just heard from Dr Susie Anderson from the Flinders Local Action Group, Tom Harris from Kimber and more from Vivian McKenzie at Numatna. Thanks to all the speakers that we heard today and especially to Mara Bonacci for the recordings. On Thursday 23rd of August, the Bangala case was heard by the Supreme Court of South Australia. The court heard that the majority of the 211 native title holders lived outside the boundary of the Kimber Council and that excluding them from the vote had the effect of nullifying or impairing their rights. There was extensive discussion on whose jurisdiction the matter is. The Human Rights Commission can only act on something that has already happened. There was talk about the fact that the ballot hasn't happened yet, so the breach of human rights hasn't yet occurred. The case has been adjourned and they're seeking an urgent conciliation with the Human Rights Commission, which could take a week or two. Once this aspect has been decided, there will be a directions hearing asking either for more information or to go to a full hearing. We'll be keeping you up to date with all the latest on this case and the nuclear waste dump campaign. Hope you feel inspired to support these communities in their opposition against the nuclear waste dump proposals and to help push for a process rather than a postcode. If you'd like to send a letter, the ACE Nuclear Free Collective have prepared a pro forma that you can send or use as a guide to write your own. You can find that at foe.org.au forward slash waste. And Friends of the Earth Melbourne will be raising money for the campaign with an art auction in November called Maralinga Pieces Forever on Country. If you'd like to donate an artwork in any medium, please email ace at foe.org.au. Earlier this year, members of the International Campaign to Abolish Nuclear Weapons, ICANN, took their Nobel Peace Prize medal on the road with Friends of the Earth's Radioactive Exposure Tour and visited the communities opposing the nuclear waste dump in South Australia. Next month, the medal will be going on a journey from Melbourne to Canberra by bicycle to raise awareness of the new UN Treaty on the Prohibition of Nuclear Weapons. The Nobel Peace Ride will begin on September the 2nd in Nam, Melbourne, the birthplace of ICANN, for their journey to Canberra, where you could meet the ride on arrival on the 20th of September to mark one year since the Nuclear Ban Treaty opened for signatures and to demand our government join this landmark accord as a matter of urgency. For more information, go to icanw.org forward slash au forward slash Nobel Peace Ride. The recordings from today were made on Bangala Country and the radioactive show was produced in the studios of 3CR in Fitzroy on the lands of the Wurundjeri of the Kulin Nation. Thanks to the ACE Nuclear Free Collective for their generous financial support and to the Community Radio Network for getting this show out to community radio stations all across the country. That brings us to the end of today's radioactive show. Thanks so much for listening and please tune in again next week 
For more news and views on nuclear peace and energy issues, 